Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A lot of things that we need to clean up, we need to get better, but all things that, that we think are teachable. The shooting is obviously, we're going to be able to stretch the defense out a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. Pretty happy with, with how far advanced the guys are with that. We, we Obviously, we got to get a lot, lot better. You know, some guys are further advanced on knowing this than, than others, but that'll that'll hopefully come over time. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, Todd Pierce broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Trash Talk Thursday. Joe is out today. He'll be back next Monday. So appreciate Chris coming in and appreciate uh, Maverick there. Which, by the way, if you're watching on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter stream... Live video streaming, you can see Maverick because Chris, who uh, you know used to be on camera, I think he's just said, you know what, I've been on a camera enough. Camera put, put, the, put the dog on there. Don't now. need to. Be. Dogs get way more play than people do anyway. When I go to, you know, when I go to anything for work now, you know, any kind of convention, mm-hmm. especially if it's local, yeah, I just take him mm-hmm. and put him at the booth, yeah. And just sit him up in a chair yeah. and get more traffic coming through that's our booth than anything else I could possibly do, unless I was giving away money. Man, that's the way to it's do it. It's the way it. to go. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. Obviously, I have not had success with uh, long-term relationships in my life, because here I am. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Go I, on, John. The tell ma- us more. The amount of people, though, <laughs> the amount of girls, though, that when I'm walking my dog, Rowdy, and oh, Hillcrest. Oh, it's automatic, isn't it? Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's just like it's like fishing with dynamite. And that's a great bear. dog neighborhood. Hillcrest is oh, very dog-friendly. I, yeah. I mean, it, again, fishing with dynamite. Yeah. It, and like, But everyone just loves him and comes up to him and pets him. I'm like... Thanks, bud. Do they take like, pictures with him because he's the Dogecoin dog? Some do. I know you got him before the Dogecoin. Yes. I'll give you credit before yes. that. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's that's a big part of it's it. It's a little celebrity stuff. I, I love yeah. the fact, my favorite thing, that it's happened to me twice while I've been walking him. And, uh, of course, because I live on Kavanaugh. Like, I'm on you know, the main, main strip. Stretch? Yeah, really? the main strip stretch of, uh, of Hillcrest. That's a great spot. Yeah, I love it. I love where I live and, and really uh, enjoy being so close to work, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking yeah. him, and there's this... There's one one guy with a truck. He's just driving by on Kavanaugh, and he slows up, and I'm like, okay, what's this going on? He rolls down the window and just goes, to the mood! I was like, great. Where's Basil's bell? Where's yeah, Basil's yeah, bell? yeah. Got, I'd say we got like four bells yeah, in here. I you got to find one of them. But yeah. They ring the bell on the morning show. Uh, it's it, it's almost habitual now. Yeah. Uh, Basil just he'll yeah. ring it. He, he's turning into you remember the Breaking Bad, the guy who uh, who rang the bell. Oh Breaking yeah, Bad. He, uh, Hector that, that, Salamanca. That's how he's doing it now. Basil's just going on and on. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, bat. I get look. Maverick's like, what's going on? Uh-huh. Ringing the bell means having your best, best performance, performance today. To Thank you. Gosh, yeah. Was that Paul or is that Bobby? That was both. That was right? Bobby. BMFP. Yeah, because yeah, I remember Bobby. Yeah, because I, man, and I, I tell Talk you about what, ringing the bell. Yep, my favorite thing about Bobby Petrino, real quick, is since we just talked about him, was that he gave a halftime interview when Tyler Wilson had to come in and for Ryan Mallett after he got hurt in that Auburn game. And it was, I think it was Michelle Tafoya, whoever the CBS sideline reporter was. Tracy Wolfson? Or, yeah, maybe it was Tracy Wolfson. But she's just asking him about, you know, oh, how are they handling like all this like craziness and everything. And Bobby just like, just as, you know, Bobby Way just comes... Tyler's doing a good job. He's doing a good job of playing the field. He's doing a really good job of leading this team. And, you know, I have all the confidence in the world in Tyler. And then she asked him a follow-up question about, you know, what is it about Tyler's leadership, blah, blah, blah. Well, Tyler's just, you know, he's a really good kid. He's a really good. He comes from a good family. And he's he's going to be ready to go. It's like, I'm, okay, Bob, like, I, don't, I don't know what that is and what you just talked about. But, he's, yeah. you know, not a man of, of, many, of much charisma, but mm-hmm. a brilliant offensive mind. So, uh, you know, you, take, you get some, you, you leave some. Yeah, I'm just saying, I still love that man. I don't, care, I don't care what anybody says. You know what? Uh, I, I remember after, gosh, it was after Bielema. Mm-hmm. It was after Bielema. And yep. there was a, I mean, there are a number of Razorback fans who were, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, you talk about time and how it heals. 
And there were a lot, it felt like a lot of folks felt healed. Yep. Or, or, or they were broken and wanted to be healed, and they felt like the healing process should start with Petrino, which was never going to happen. But I, I mean, it was a sentiment that you weren't alone in. I, I, I listen, think there I, was a lot of folks who were who were clamoring. I was for healed. I, mean, I still see it right now. I was healed 15 seconds after he got fired. Oh my god! I don't. I still to this day don't think were he deserved to get were fired. Were you a student at that point? I was. Yeah. I'm, I'm healed enough that my Huskers beat the Bielema Illinois by oh 40. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that's. That's where it's like I I don't want to start the show on the, to get, oh, get to this point, but I'm just saying like I still don't believe that he I, if I was athletic director I wouldn't have fired him I would have found a way that's all I'm saying and I'm not condoning what he did but knowing like the falling out of what happened after the program from that point on but you couldn't have known what would have happened after I that. know but still you, even then hindsight even then though because I just felt like it was all about Jeff Long it was all about him. <laughs> Because that would made me so mad as a student. Like he gets fi- he fires him or whatever, and then the University of Arkansas starts handing out all these shirts on campus at the student union. And I kid you not, said integrity goes a long way. Ooh, and I, okay, after I that, I'm like, that. dude, nope, no, no. Like you cannot do that because now you're starting to make it sound like. You were doing it to promote how great you are. Because that's the U of A that was handing that he out. He pretty much got the chairmanship of the college football playoff because of that, right? Yes, 100%. I mean, would you, would you, I, I, and then he got Snoop Dogg and strippers or whatever, stripping <laughs> poles at Kansas, and now look at you. Yeah, great job. And it's just, a, again, don't get me started on all that stuff. Uh, clearly. We well, I, I segue into this. Trigger Tuesday. I segue Tell into Tell us this. how you really feel. No, I know, right. No, I segue into this because it's, what is it? Trash Talk Thursday, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I segue into this. That's why I said time healed because... Okay. I wanted to talk about, it's Trash Talk Thursday for Ole Miss week. Yeah. And I asked you in the break, I said, when did you start hating Ole Miss? Yeah, that was a great one. And what did, what was your answer? When Houston Nutt went there. That's my that's my exact response. Yep. 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 That was, the, the I did not hate them before that. I didn't even care about them. I didn't know anything about them. I was just like, oh yeah, it's another team. What are your thoughts on Houston now? Speak freely. He mm. doesn't listen. Well, yeah, he does. Um, not to the, not, no. No, he doesn't listen to this show because no. I'm on it. But, uh, no, listen, I've, I've made a note. Do you I, hold the sentiment? Do you hold, the, do you still hold the, the, the vendetta? Yeah. Okay. Razorback fans don't forget. <laughs> and I don't forget. I do not forget. See, I, I have, time is healed for me. Mm. That's, I, I, am, I, at the time, mm-hmm. it was personal. Yep. I was upset. Yep. Um, and, and it felt like, you know what? Want them to lose every game, yada, yada, yada. When they lost to Jacksonville State, I'm pretty sure that was one of my favorite college football days. I was, I was at partying like Arkansas at, just won. At yeah. that point in my life. Yeah. But time is healed for me. Mm, nope. I, I, at this point... I still want an apology. <laughs> I, I, like, I still still same thing with Chad Morris. Chad Morris, did not, Chad Morris did not thank the fans after he got fired, and I still am going to hold that against him. I think he's a little different. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, that's the, those are the but things it, that I but, don't forget. But it's... it's he, uh, he, because I mean, my thing about Nutt... Has Houston apologized? No. Or, or, or what, would he, what would he apologize for? For I, leaving? Well, he doesn't even have to say in a full-fledged, yeah, I'm you, sorry. You, I just want him to acknowledge that he had a hand, or at least was involved, in a thing that went south very quick and ended up almost crippling so much of the program and split the state to where he said, I could have handled things better. I could have done things better. I, you know, I made mistakes. That's all I want is just the acknowledgement that, yes... You were involved, but this idea of just, uh, you know, uh, no, me and Malzahn were buddy buddies. Like, no, you're not. No, he never, no, you're he not. never said he and Malzahn were buddy Him buddies. Him and Malzahn did that thing on CBS Sports or whatever. They were talking and, and yucking it up, and I'm like, I hate you both. <laughs> like, I was just like, come on. Like, uh, everyone knows. Okay, okay. Let me ask it like this. Also, okay. what, what, real quick, too. Okay, also, because point. I was in Fable. I was a Fable High School kid. And I was around the same age, or at least a year younger than the Springdale Five. Okay. Knew some of them. Friends, I won't call them friends, but knew of them and knew some people involved. And so a lot of that is just all-encompassing is what. Are you sure he hasn't had any remorse? Because I feel like there was a touchdown club, and obviously Basil would know this because he he talked with him, you know, at the Mm -hmm. touchdown club. Todd, I don't know if you remember. I felt like there was a moment when he spoke at the Little Rock Touchdown Club in the last, I don't know, five years or so. It may have been. Where where there was a show I vaguely seem to recall there being such a moment, but I don't recall... Exactly when it would have been, We'd or have what rack, exactly rack he would have said. Right. right. I, I don't. I, and you know what? Maybe that's an issue, right? Like, hey, I don't really remember a moment like that. But I do think there was a moment where he showed some contrition yeah. for how it all played out. Okay. I don't know if he took responsibility or right. not, but I think there was a moment at yeah. the Touchdown Club in the last five years where there was a moment of remorse of how it all played out. And if it and if that's the case, then would you, I, would you absolve? If as long as uh, what I heard, I liked and I was okay <laughs> with, then yes. Because I'm listen, I'm of a forgiving nature. If, if you make it right and everything, it was just more of I. 
I, everyone knew something was happening, and every, and then the people that were involved, like Nut and Malzahn, too. I'm not saying it's, oh, it's, uh, Malzahn's the saint. Everyone involved, don't act like, you know, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Everyone knew something was wrong. There was a problem. But to act like, oh, you know, Malzahn going to Tulsa to be the co-OC, well, it's a step in the right direction for him. Like, no, we all know. Just say it. Well, that's true. They were, they were playing politics yes. at that point. But that was a problem. There's no love lost between them, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. I, but that was my start of it, too. But mm-hmm. time healed for me. Yes. I, I mean, like, I... I got over it. In fact, I think it was probably that Little Rock Touchdown Club appearance that helped smooth a lot of it over because right. there was some tension in the room that day when he made his first one. Mm-hmm. And I remember being there with my dad, mm-hmm. who grew up in the same neighborhood as him, mm-hmm. and had a lot of animosity at that time yep. towards what happened because of the program, like your dad. Yep, my dad and, hated him. And there was a moment where I think it, it for uh, at least for us, it was like this was healing. Mm-hmm. This was a good step in the right direction. But at the time that he went to Ole Miss, I was like, I wanted yep. them to lose every yep. single game by a hundred to nothing. Yep. And but now I, I and I don't hate Ole Miss anymore because of that. Mm. Nah, I still hate them. I don't hate Ole Miss anymore. You want to know why? Because Ole Miss, there are some certain individuals yeah. that have made me kind of see them in a similar light. Mm-hmm. And like Bunky Perkins, who I think is hilarious yeah. on Twitter. I like Karen Howell, who is hilarious on Twitter. Yeah. Alex McDaniel, who's great. These are all Ole Miss people. And there's a certain level of self-deprecation that they all exude mm-hmm. that makes me go, okay, they get it. Yes. I don't, I don't, do you see a lot of cocky Ole Miss fans? I don't. See, there's I, not that level of, there's oh, not. we're better than thou over there, and I kind of respect that. In fact, I, I've even said this before, that when I was at the College World Series, I guess two years ago, when Arkansas was playing Ole Miss, yeah. and I was sitting in the stands with around Ole Miss fans, it was the game that Arkansas actually won that was like till the very end, like very, very, very intense. And after that win, like, they were the most gracious. Like, they were nice people. I've never had a bad experience with Ole Miss fans or anything like that. I, I think one of my reasons why I hate Ole Miss, since we're talking about Trash, yeah, trash Talk Thursday. Thursday, yeah. yeah why I hate Ole Miss is because of more of, like, how people treat Ole Miss. And what I mean by that is that any time Lane Kiffin sneezes, there's some, you know, somebody's like, oh, this guy over Lane Kiffin, he gets it, man. He just gets it. Like, stuff like that. Or... Because of, like, when Katy Perry went there for college game day, like, still everyone just brings that up and talks about it. Like, it was the, the coolest thing ever. I'm like, she doesn't even like y'all. Like, she, she just was there because her manager went to Ole Miss. And, but it's like, you guys are so lame that you couldn't even get someone famous that someone liked you that actually went to your school. You had to get somebody from that was a manager of somebody that was famous. Because that's how irrelevant you are. I get sick of that. I get sick of the, the, the Manning stuff, which I'm like, by the way, half of the Mannings worth something didn't go to your school. All right? Our, yeah, you, you didn't get Peyton and you haven't gotten Arch. They went to better programs. So I just, I, I think it's the way that they get treated and viewed in like the public and in the, in the media, especially here on the SEC and on the SEC Network, which I love all those people. But it's almost like they just treat Ole Miss as like, oh yeah, that's a that's an awesome place. It's such a cool spot. It's just where, where they need to be good. Like they're a good, just a good program. I'm like, man, it, it's just it just it, it infuriates me from that stuff. Where it, it just it, again they just treat it as if they're just like the one true Southern program. Right. And so, to expound on your Lane Kiffin point, the, when was that? Two years ago, maybe when they had the road game at Tennessee and he had the mustard bottle thrown yeah. at him, and everyone yeah. was like. Oh, that's so cruel. That's so unusual. That's cruel and unusual punishment or whatever. And I'm just like, it was a golf it's ball. Kids yeah, being kids. Oh, yeah. You just can't throw golf balls. I think you're, mustard balls. You're looking money. for ways to hate them. Katy Perry. No one really. I mean, yeah, it was one college game day. But moment. That, again, again, it's like, but it gets replayed all the time on the network. It's kind of like the kick six. It's like, you know what? Hey, play that. Play that. Something actually happened. Archie Manning was Johnny Manziel before Johnny Manziel. No he doubt. He's one of the that's greatest great. players in conference history. Not hating on him. No, I, but you, just, said, you said the only two Mannings that are worth anything. Yes. Have went elsewhere. I'm so, no, I'm, let me rephrase Eli that. If I won said that, two Super Bowls with two of the greatest throws I've ever seen in a Super Bowl game. Let me rephrase well, that. One of them was great. The other one was lucky. I will say this: the Mannings that were the ones that could be the program changing guys. Because Arch was the one that's or Archie was the one that started it. Yes. So I'm not even counting him. And Eli was really good, but Eli in college, his best year was nine and three, and he was a good quarterback, mind you. And I'm not taking anything away from. Him, but it's like. Who would you rather take, Peyton or Eli? You're taking Peyton, of course. Who would you take, Peyton or Archie? Uh, I'm taking Peyton. I'm taking Peyton. It's a different era. It's hard. I know. It's, it's, it's hard. I get it. Archie had legs. Yeah. None of the... But, neither, but, but then you got Arch. Had legs. Out. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, see, we'll yeah. see about Arch, because yeah. we haven't seen him yet. But my point is, it's just, I, I felt like if you guys are so obsessed with the Mannings, then only two of them went there. 
You know, like the two ones that you wanted, the two ones that were highly regarded. Sure. You went there. And again, it just goes and to like... Yeah, Peyton, Peyton's was a little different. They were mm-hmm. going on probation. I get it. I mean, you saw in, in the documentary, he was set to go there until some things happened. Cutcliffe, you know, being mm-hmm. gone. And, and I, I think that there... Or Cutcliffe being at, uh, excuse me, Tennessee. Yeah. Was a huge fact. He really liked oh, David yeah. Cutcliffe. Yeah. And, and, but, look, and, and the fact that he ended up at Ole Miss was a match made in heaven for Eli. You know, yeah. that That's what they had to do, though. Yes. They yeah. had to hire... It's a, but it's again, a, I, I, I find it hard to hate someone who... I, or a university that has as much self-deprecation. Like, think about Arkansas and Ole Miss. It's, it's the wackiest, the weirdest game. Always. It's always odd. It's, it's just a calamity. It's, it's just, okay, we're going to go out there and something weird's going to happen mm-hmm. tonight. Yep. And to me, that's more of... Uh, and intriguing than like oh I hate the-. now when Houston was there it was hate yeah it was hate hate oh hate, yeah that's hate, that's, hate. that's a hatred there and uh, and again that I was will, it. But I don't hate him as now much now they're gone now uh, that he's gone it's more of a 100%. okay let's see what kind of drunk game this ends up being it, it got to the point where Nut was there that I didn't care who they played I wanted the other team to win they could have played Ohio State and I wanted Ohio State to win but now it's like I hate what probably three four more teams in the SEC more than I hate Ole Miss right now so name them a uh, and M for sure uh, hates LSU uh-huh. for sure. Uh, I also hate Auburn for sure. You wouldn't put Missouri up there? No, because Missouri. Like I do have a hatred for Missouri, but it's mainly just because of I don't know, like the fact it's that we just got four, well, it's just get, well, that's a big part of it. Well, that's what I mean. It's similar to Houston, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's a more being about kind a of person a, than a, than the school. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's that's where it is for Ole Miss for me. When Houston mm-hmm. was there, it was more of a hatred. Now yeah. it's like. All right, let's let's all you know. Yeah. it's going to be a drunk game. Okay, mm-hmm. let's enjoy it. Yeah, and it's and it always is. And it's a very entertaining game. And I always look forward to it because it's actually one of the few games Arkansas has actually had some consistent success in over the past decade. Yes, for whatever and reason. The fourth, and, and another thing too, it, the fourth and twenty-five moment, the, the Henry heave, was the fact that it prevented them from going to their first ever yep. SEC championship yep. game. Ugh. See, it's hard to hate Chef's that. It's, it's it's almost because it's so funny. It's hard to hate. It's more just like I'm just going to laugh. Mm-hmm. It's more of a moment to me where you just kind of laugh about it than be like, oh, I hate you. It's like, I can't believe that's what it took yep. to keep you all still out of the game that you have coveted uh, most uh, oh and have gosh. yet to go to, even with the great quarterbacks like the Mannings that have been there. Yeah, I still get hot and bothered just thinking about that. And this was, Again, I forget the play. <laughs> just the fact that it did that to Ole Miss makes me happy. Because, you know, it, there's certain, there is a certain level of, you know, because again, trash talk, like, Ole Miss, without doubt, has had more success than Arkansas as a football program over the last ten years in general. Well, without, pretty much everyone. I was about has. to say it's hard to it's yeah, <laughs> but outside of Vandy and yeah. even then, the, yeah. But Arkansas has won that game a lot, yeah. and also to be honest about it, Arkansas has played that SEC championship game since it existed three different times. That's right. Ole Miss has never played in it, yeah. and Mississippi State's only played in once. And if it wasn't for Another thing, don't get me started on. That Croom, Sylvester Croom. Right? No, that was when was Arkansas it? lost to him in 98. They lost oh, to Tennessee and then they lost to right. Mississippi State yes. because Houston Nuts suspended Todd Lauder at the kicker. So we couldn't kick a field goal. So it'd be <laughs> like fourth and goal from the eight. But they we were had hung to go over for that it. Game. And they were still hung over that yeah, game. Well, I mean, that still, was, that was, yeah, well, still. That was just annoying. But my, my point is is that it's like you still at least have that. People can say what they want about Arkansas, but Arkansas still has more 10 win seasons over the past 20 years. You know, they've got, was it now, three 10 win seasons? I got SEC championship. I'm just, I'm, I'm doing whatever I can over here is what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I hate, I don't, I do hate Ole Miss, but not as much as I used to hate Ole Miss, if that is possible. My hatred knows no bounds. I, I'm an Arkansas fan. I hate everyone. <laughs> like that's the thing is See, I don't have I, a rivalry. I, I hate everyone. I appreciate that because I told Rick and Randy a few weeks ago, is like hatred is what drives college football. Yes. If you're not hated, yes. you're not relevant. Yes. That's the the entire point of college football is to be hated. That's right. If you're not hated, nobody cares about you. That's a problem. That yep. means you're not doing anything. Yep. And you can you're be stagnant. Hate, and you can be hated for two different reasons. You can be hated just because you're really, really good all the time, consistently, like Alabama or somebody like that, or Ohio State or whoever. Or you can be hated because you're annoying, or you're different, or you're you know arrogant or whatever. It's like. That's why people hated Johnny Manziel. The guy was great, but it's like, because I, I hated Johnny Manziel. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. let you know. Yeah. Like, I hated Johnny Manziel. You know, and same thing with even, like, what's going on right now with Deion Sanders, which, you know, say what you want about it, but I, the reason why people may not like it or may not like him, it's because it's different, it's loud, it's big. It, but, there, you know, there's an element to that where, hey, people keep talking about him, people keep bringing him up. It was the same thing with, like, the U back in the days. They had kind of both, of both winning and also being pretty arrogant about it, but... Yes, you get people to hate you. Usually it results in people paying attention to you That's or it. recruiting or whatever. People people talk about you pretty often. People watch or listen to things that they despise all the time. Howard Stern was popular not because oh, yeah. of listeners that loved him, but people wanted to hear what he was going to say next, and they hated mm-hmm. him. Yep. Um, look at 
you know, Floyd Mayweather, people watched his fights because they wanted to see him lose, yep. not see him win. Yep. Conor McGregor the same way. Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. same thing. So, yeah, if you're not hated, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, here on the Astro Record Live Fan Feedback, uh, Gridiron Chick says, Chris Kane, and not so fast, my friend. Nutt went on Fox Sports Radio several years ago, boasted about Mitch getting picked on and laughing and saying he told upperclassmen to go easy on him. Another person was involved with Frank Brawls himself. Why did everyone try to blame the mom for everything, even while we all questioned that? Sadly, some have expressed that Nutt's ego got in the way. Oh, it you absolutely don't say. Did. No, he, I don't think anyone would disagree. Houston Nutt had an ego the size of Arkansas, if mm-hmm. not bigger, and might still. Yeah. And it got in the way, and that was a huge part of his falling out at yeah. Arkansas. Was, yeah. And that was at the height of the ego, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He, he was a guy that, uh, I've just as a Razorback fan, I felt like, at times, he held the program back where he had so much talent and so many good teams that could have been so much better than what they were. <laughs> like, the fact that Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, that's and what, Peyton Hillis... It. You just went to, you went to the well. You those, went right to the, right the, to the well. Because I'm doing it because we're about to take a break, so you I can't knew, afford to do it. You went right to the well. I can do it. You knew that's... I mean, it gets talked about more than anything Those else. three running backs <laughs> went 500 in the SEC. I, I just can't deal with that. And that was during before the SEC became the SEC. <laughs> You know, so when Bama was down. Yeah, LSU was still really good, though. Even though yeah, it was still like the early Les Miles days. Yeah, but they were, but they were good. They were, yeah, good. they were good. But he took over a program. I mean, yeah, Tommy was... Tuberville at Auburn. You had Ed Orgeron at Ole Miss. Hey, Tubbs was good back then. Nah, he was. He was. No, he, he was. No, no, he was good. But I'm saying he like 13-0 one year. Well, no, I know, but that was again. I'm talking about in that era of those three years. Was that not in the era? I'm pretty sure in that era. No, it was 03 when they did that. Oh, okay. Because that was, was the USC Oklahoma. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was an O. Like, they, Auburn was good. I'm not telling anything away, though. I'm just saying that Arkansas, with that talent team, they were the best team in the SEC that year, maybe besides Florida. That's, that's what I'm saying. And they should have been better than 8-4 and four or whatever. But enough of that. we got to take a break. Pat Bradley's going to be joining us next. Stay with us on Out of Bounds. Edwards Food Giant presents Razorback Baseball color analyst and Drop Time Sports co-host Rick Schaefer every Tuesday morning on Morning Mayhem. Rick will share his special take on Razorback sports with the guys each week. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people, the only stop you'll ever have to make for your family's groceries. This is Sports Center. Last night, Arkansas basketball held their annual red-white game. Team Red won 88-70. Joseph Pinion and LLS led the way. As Pinion led all scorers with 20 points on 7 of 8 shooting, LLS had 16 points on 8 of 10 shooting and 6 assists. After the game, Coach Eric Musman talked about the offense. We're going to be able to stretch the defense out a little bit more than maybe we have in the past. So uh, really pleased with our shooting. Next up for Arkansas will be a matchup with UT Tower on October 20th for the first of two exhibitions before the season officially starts on November 6th versus Alcorn State. And Arkansas basketball gained a 2024 commitment from Sierra Canyon four-star Isaiah Iwohim. Iwohim chose Arkansas over Kansas and Villanova. He's ranked 42nd overall by 247 Sports. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. It's just an acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. Bring smiles to all when shopping online with Dell Technologies Gift Guide. Whether it's for the artist, the entrepreneur, the student, or the streamer, you'll find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Dell.com slash gift guide makes gifting easy with a carefully curated selection of our best tech. Shop now to explore our innovative PCs like the XPS 13 laptop, powered by the latest Intel Core processors, plus this season's top accessories. Visit Dell.com slash gift guide today to get a jump on your holiday gift list. That's Dell.com slash gift guide. 
The pandemic is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay. In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19. The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna. Now the power to protect your M&B debit card is in your hands. With Secure Lock technology, you can lock or unlock your debit card for purchases. Select geographic locations where your card can be used. Set transaction spending limits, alerts, and more. If your card is lost or stolen, you can simply turn it off right on your mobile device. So enjoy your security and let M&B Secure Lock do the rest. Just download the free Secure Lock app. We've got you covered. You keep moving forward. At M&B, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! At Twin Peaks, sports and scenic views go hand in hand. Twin Peaks is your ultimate sports lodge with a menu to match. Pair any of our made-from-scratch menu items with a frosty 29-degree draft beer served by a beautiful Twin Peaks girl. And you're in for a legendary sports-watching experience. Twin Peaks has convenient seating inside and out. And a fire pit outside to keep you warm on those crisp, cool nights. And with the wall-to-wall TVs at Twin Peaks, you'll never miss a play. Catch all the sports this season, whether it's NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, boxing, and UFC. It's all at Twin Peaks. You have two happy hours to choose from, one from 2 to 7, and another from 10 to close. Get lunch at Twin Peaks featuring savory soups, salads, and a variety of sandwiches. There's a contactless menu option, which means you just scan the QR code on your table and browse the menu. Order online courtesy of DoorDash, Postmates, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good, pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. How does Sam Pittman celebrate being bowl eligible? Well, I believe I'm going to have me old cold beer. <laughs> and that's kind of what I like to do, you know. Do so you need any company? Anybody want to come, but bring some, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Kyle. Be baby. On 103.7 The Buzz. Because every time this song comes on, you know, you already know, you all know who I think of with this song. And I don't know if you'll know it, Chris, as much. No, I'm thinking. I mean, Todd? I'm drawing Submit a blank. Yes. Okay, well, here, I guess, let me, you should know it if you went to Razorback baseball games pretty frequently during this time. This was Kevin Copps' walkout song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was Heat Waves. And it's like, I never heard of that song. I have never, even before that happened, but now, because of how awesome it was, and everyone's like, oh, man, here comes cops. It's like every time I hear this song, I'm like, Kevin Like Mariano Rivera coming out to enter Sandman or something like that? Yeah, yeah, just something ah, gets me going in my feels. But anyways, uh, so yeah, every time it plays, i got to wait till that hits, because Kevin Cops. I've already got Good you times. all riled up. Now you're, now you're, he's fired up. Yeah, I'm in a roller coaster yeah, of emotions <laughs> over here. Like I am just on, I'm on one and then I'm down on you're one. Like Beal after beating Texas over there right now. Easy, buddy. All right. I know. Jeez. I know. For Calm minute. down. It's not borderline anything. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to have to like uh, take off my shirt and fire a rocket or something like that here pretty soon when it's all said and done. But uh, what a perfect segue we have because we got to go to the phone lines and welcome in 
Pat Bradley, thanks to Motorsports Authority, friend of the show, and usually Pat comes on with us on Wednesdays, but we had to do some rearranging and having him on here on Trash Talk Thursday. What's up, PB? Hey, what do you say, boys? How we doing? How we doing? Patrick, it's basketball season. Red-white game last night. How fired up are you, big guy? Nobody nobody can watch, unfortunately, unless you were there, so... Um, yeah, I got a few reports, but what was the uh, final takeaway? Well, I know I, you were up there. With, uh, yeah, yeah, PB, I, I was up there, and it like looked like, uh, at least from just my point of view, is there was a lot of offense. Still, the conditioning needs some work, and I think this is all stuff that we all kind of know. But uh, I was really impressed by L. Ellis, probably more so than anybody, because uh, that guy, you know, you yeah. knew who could score, but the fact that he came in and distributed really well and got to the basket and. Seemed to be a pretty yeah. good leader on the court. I was really impressed by him. Yeah, well, he obviously was was you know Louisville wasn't very good last year. He didn't win a lot of games, but he he put up some numbers. And um, you know, even even on a bad team, so I think one of the bright spots, if you will, uh, of having a, <laughs> a bad team uh, is you're going to get a lot of minutes, you're going to get a lot of opportunities to grow your game. And it seems like he has. Now, I didn't like to, the other guy that, that put up big numbers was Khalif Battle. And somebody, uh, I guess, were there any official reports on him in terms of an injury? Not just yet. Just just John Neighbor's wild speculation. <laughs> That's all it is, Pat. It's yeah. just, just you know, media speculation. I mean, I don't know if you heard this, Pat, okay? Uh, so Neighbors gets on, uh, I think it was like an hour ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was roughly. Yeah, it's he gets on, he's talking about, you know, being there, the experience, how fun it is, Barnhill's so great, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, and, uh, you know, I'll just say, uh, enjoy it while you can, because from what I understand, it's not going to be there much longer. Just drop the bomb on on oh, an Barnhill. iconic arena. Patrick, yes, Barnhill. Barnhill Arena. Well, it serves an incredible purpose, that's for sure, but you know, we, we talk about um, so often, like, you, you you have to continue to justify all the money that you bring in, and so you get, you're get you always going to keep updating, improving, spending. Um, you know, as sad as it is, uh, well, you look at, you know, the practice facility for basketball, and you know, obviously they keep building football, so, it's, I mean, I guess the next would be Barnhill, right? I mean, they probably would still call it Barnhill, but what are they going to just do a whole new? Yeah, Wait, well, John, what are they going to do, John? Yeah, from from my understanding, PB, <laughs> it, it's going to be a facility to where gymnastics and volleyball and everybody that's sure. been using the facility, it's more up to code and up to standard to where Upgrade. there's more room. Yeah. yeah, they have more offices, they have practices, they have a better court, you know, better yeah. setup for the for the fans to come into the stands. So just something that is like a, a multi-purpose facility and nothing for immediate. some of the other you sports. Should, we should clarify, right, yeah, nothing it's, immediate. Yeah, they're not tearing it down tomorrow, yeah, but right, it's, right. it's in here in the future. Yeah, and uh, hey, I get, again, it's a bunch of money up there, man. You can't just sit on top of it. We a little we gonna do. You just can't use wipe your butt with it. You gotta spend it, boys. Hmm. You got to spend it. And yeah. um, you know, any great athletic facility understands that. You've gotta you've gotta keep doing it. You know, I remember you know the talk with the practice facility, it was like even, you know, do you need one? Because I mean what what can you do there that you can't let's say a Bud Walton Arena? However, you have to have one. <laughs> it's like hmm. You just because if once somebody gets one, then the other person has to get it. So I think it's like that with a lot of facilities. Yeah, um, yeah. Because even PB, like I, it got to the point to where you know Barnhill. I had classes in Barnhill Arena as a student because they were just need. Yeah. It's, it's almost been just like, hey, if you need something or an extra room, just send them over to Barnhill. Yeah. And it's it's so it's served its purpose, and I think it's been there. But yeah, as you mentioned, with the amount of money and the growth and. You know, once Texas and Oklahoma join, you're starting to start getting that uh, from $50 million a year to $80 million a year or whatever. You just want to have the top-notch facilities. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Barnhill was there last year for the red-white game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm, let me put it to this way. I'm sure that if somebody could get in there and just rework the whole thing, it'd make it make it a lot more accessible to different things, whether it is offices or the proper just situation of how to have all the other training facilities there. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm sure it's, you know, it's next on the list. I don't know how. How does the English department or the math department feel about that, though, boys? Huh? <laughs> Great so question. We could use a couple new bunks and burners. Great question. we got to get their take on it for sure, no well, doubt. If the math department's bringing in uh, that much money like the, the football teams and the athletic facilities, they'll, have then, a say. Yeah, then they'll probably have a say then. Uh, I, I guess I'm behind. We, got, we, we can't keep using chalk. At least get them some dry erase tools <laughs> over there in the math department. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Delta Hog on our Asher Record Service Life Fan Feedback says, Renovation plans that John mentioned about Barnhill, that project is pretty well known. I didn't know that. I, 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 yeah, I know there's totally. renovation plans for for Bud Walton that yeah. are pretty well known, but yeah. I have not heard anything. And I just Googled Barnhill Arena looking for any news story that mentioned it. I have not been able to find it. I know Bud Walton Arena renovation plans absolutely have been talked about. The bids have already gone out. I think they even yeah. awarded it already. But I just hadn't heard yeah. anything about Barnhill yet until... Until John just casually <laughs> dropped that that uh, grenade in and just walked past it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. but in the bud, I mean, obviously the next step with that, um, it's a lot of unused space there as well that mm-hmm. kind of been changing hands back and forth. Especially since basketball moved over, now they've got a lot of offices and, and just space that I'm sure they get. They've had a bunch of ideas of what to try to do with it because they have. Gosh, wasn't the Razorback Foundation in there, or they may still be in there? You know, yeah, they they did have an office in there for a little. It was the marketing departments too, like all the administrative yeah. things. Real, yeah. and, and speaking of that too, real quick, uh, Pat, since you were talking about it uh, with Bud Walton and those renovations, I just really hope that when those renovations come, I don't, I agree, it needs a facelift because I didn't realize they're using the same court like every single year that's been since it's been there. But I think part of me is just whatever they do, I get it. But just don't take the spirit away from it, man. Like, don't take the amount of people that get in there and how insanely loud and intimidating it is. Yeah, I know it's easier said than done, but as long as they just keep the spirit of Bud Walton, then I'm okay with some renovations. Yeah, it is. There's a few things they can do. First of all, I think they should, and I know they will. Um, you know, but one of the cool things of any arena that you go to is the, I guess they call it the museum. I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity to walk through. Mm-hmm. It's not just basketball. It's track and field. It's golf. There's a variety of things there that, um, you know, you, it's interactive. There's like a video board in that little lobby area of Bud Walton Arena. But, you know, like I said, I've been to a bunch of arenas, basketball facilities, NBA ones, yep. and they they don't have that history. I was, I was at a, a red... Uh, uh, Celtics game, and they have a little bit of it. You know, they'll have like a bird jersey and a Bobby Oyd jersey, stuff like that. But the the if you guys get a chance, that museum and, and um, Bud Walton is really cool of um, of number of sports. So I hope they invest a little bit in that too, dust yeah. it off a little, if you will. Yeah, I mean that would that would be ideal too. PB, I know uh, another thing that happened for great news for Razorback basketball is that they got a really big time commitment. Yeah. Out of Isaiah Elohim. At least that's how uh, Christian Weaver told me to pronounce it. Yeah, it sounded good. Uh, But how about that? A number 38 player in the country. I know it's still early part of it, but it looks like another just a big-time get for Eric Musselman in this squad in 2024. Yeah, and, you know, he's, you know, good-sized kid. I think he's about 6'5". Paul Biancardi, who's the ESPN recruiting analyst. And when he's excited, that's when I get excited. Hmm. <laughs> he, he was excited. Um, you know, I, I think Boston's got a few other guys on his radar, too, which he always will. But um, So that's good news. When you get ESPN's recruiting director uh, getting excited about your team. So, um, you know, it's interesting. You look at the basketball recruiting things right now hmm. on any number of sites, and it's like, the, the blue bloods aren't there because the better players are always the ones that sort of are late on their signings and commitments. So, um, you know, even if you look at some of the recruiting sites, you may not see the hogs up there, but they will be because some of the, you know, a lot of better players don't wait, you know, this early to commit usually. All right, Pat, we're pushed up against it, but I got one question since you typically don't join us on Thursday or join uh, John and Joe. Yeah. Trash Talk Thursday, who's the best trash talker you ever played against? Well, against Antoine Walker, he's the best, the best. He was, he was always in your ear talking, 
Um, and it was mean stuff, but it was, but he, he never, you, you got the sense that he was doing it that, like, just be, it was part of the game. You know what I mean? Because I, I, years later, obviously, I got to know him really well, and, and he's a great dude. But uh, he, he'll give it to you on the court. He would definitely give it to you on the court. There's no doubt about it. All right, PB, before you get out of here, just give a shout-out to the fine folks over at Motorsports Authority. Yes, sir. MSAstore.com. MSAstore.com. Matter of fact, just heard the commercial while I was uh, on hold with you, uh, you fellas coming into this segment. Uh, you can get a variety of pre-owned vehicles, trade-ins, they'll take it, tons of trucks. Uh, and vehicle accessories, you can look online, shop online, uh, msastore.com, Russellville and Hot Springs. Go check them out online and then pay them a visit. They got what you need. All right, PB. Have a great weekend, my man. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, boys. Great to talk to you guys, Johnny, Chris, and the man, Todd Pierce. Yeah. Later, boys. Hey, appreciate it. PB, as always, thanks to Motorsports Authority. We'll take a break and come back with more Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Brett Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th, Oaklone Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live. Brett Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. at oaklone.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Some of us struggle to keep up with all these new acronyms, LOL, ROFL, LMAO, etc. Look it up. Now there's a new one the internet is pushing. I-J-B-O-L. Pronounced EJBOL, it means I just burst out laughing. It describes exploding into an audible full-belly guffaw, particularly in an inappropriate setting like a funeral, or when I'm preaching, or when you just remembered something funny. The unofficial face of each bull, according to Twitter, is Vice President Kamala Harris, whose propensity to chuckle is legendary. You'll chuckle at Double B's when you see the ridiculous values throughout the store on, well, everything. Stop by today for a deal. 
Doublebees. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. This fall, Family Market is the only stop you'll need to make for all those cookouts and football watch parties. With great deals on Coke and Pepsi products, free-to-lay chips, along with your favorite seasonal items that you'll need for any gathering, Family Market's always there for you. With stores located in Pangburn, Malvern, and Shannon Hills, and where butchers still cut and pack their own meat. And don't forget about their Pick 5, where you can choose your five favorite selections of meat for only $24.99. So stop by and Check them out this fall. Family Market, the way grocery shopping is supposed to be. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap. Well, lady, I ain't standing for this. Well, lady, hell. Yeah, they're down. They're down. So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete. Lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. Isaac Tesla threw the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. On 1037 The Buzz. Out of bounds here on a Trash Talk Thursday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. But we know, folks, it's getting a little cooler outside, which you know what that means. It means fall is upon us, even though it is technically fall. It's not fall to me until the weather actually gets to that point. And it's starting to feel like right now. And with that being said, you know, duck season is just around the corner. And as always, Max Prairie Wings has you covered because they have so many different deals going on. And they're going to get you ready for the hunting season because right now you can receive a $2,000 Max gift card with the purchase of a Thor boat, motor, and trailer package. And they also have great deals on new guns like a Beretta A312 gauge, just $799. Or how about a Weatherby 18i 3.5-inch 12-gauge Super Mags starting at just $749.99. And that's not all. They also have the Muddy Skybox 20-foot double rail ladder stand, which is sturdy and spacious. And they got that on sale for $189.99. And those also who want to have quality and affordability... Max has the Big Game Warrior 17-foot ladder stand just for $125. they got all the deals going on for your duck hunting season, and there's only one place to get it. It is Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. So check them out today. You can also shop them online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. Max Prairie Wings, the hunt begins here. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, and Todd Pierce in the Hogsmeade Market Studios. Yeah, how about... uh, Your hunt begins... Yes. This year. Yeah, apparently. You are a native Arkansan. John Neighbors. Yeah, I know. uh, John Neighbors. For those that may not know, for context, I was talking to Chris Kane uh, during the break, and I was telling him I've never been duck hunting before. John Neighbors. Yeah. Okay, but in my... You're going. In my defense... I'm taking you out. I know. We're going. I know I'm a native Arkansan, but in my defense, I'm from Fayetteville. I feel like that's like that's you know is that your hall pass is that is that, that, your, is that your way of saying like that's ah, all I got. we don't have duck hunting up there that's all I got no it's just because it's like it's not a thing like, it's you know, not as much of a thing but it's yeah. a, you know it's like duck a, hunting capital of the world no the I, state I, I, listen I just went to duck gumbo for the first time oh, last year oh you did oh man that was a that was a heck of a time that's a different kind of hunting uh-huh. yeah, yeah wow that one, is one one of them sometimes other people slap yeah, back hunting for electrolytes afterwards trying to find some. Some sense of normalcy. Yes, because a, a good friend of mine, wow. mom, uh-huh. uh, who is uh, so awesome, her name's Lynn Ann, and uh, her husband, Kenny, they do everything with Duck Gumbo. They're Stuttgart natives, and her dad actually started Duck Gumbo. How have you not been then with them? I bet, Well, I went to Duck Gumbo. Yeah, okay, so that's so, your start. Okay, you're yeah. taking baby steps here. Yeah. That's but fine. I've always wanted to go duck hunting. I'm not a hunter, obviously, but duck hunting, I feel like, would be... Maybe a little bit more up my alley. Because you can, like, make noise and stuff, right? Like, you don't have to be as quiet. No, like, no, yeah. it's more social. Absolutely yeah. more social. Deer hunting I'm all is, about that. is... Like, deer hunting, if you breathe wrong, they're going to run away. You know, from yeah, 100 yards. That. I mean, it's just... it's it's and Turkey hunting is even more intense. Matt Jones used to call turkey hunting, like, SEAL Team 6 hunting. <laughs> Um, no, duck hunting, more casual. Dove hunting is the most casual. I yeah. mean, it is. You could wear what you're wearing right now and go dove hunting. That seems like you the way. You just dress up because it's it's more of a, a sense of respect, you know, right. for, for just hunting in general for the most part. But I think that duck hunting is a great social 
fun experience that every Arkansan should should partake in. I, and you being an Arkansan, let's go. I yeah. don't, hey, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to take you. I'm down for uh, it. Look, I got a, a, a part of a great club. It's called Lost Bayou. Okay. It's right down in Scott. There is a field 25 minutes from this door to that field we can go to one morning. You can, I mean... Dude, that's, that's, I'm I'm down. Like, I'm not out, against no it. problem. Okay, I'm Fantastic. not against it. Yeah, just my fan. I didn't grow up with it. We'll my take family. Maverick. He'll grab all the ducks we get. That's It'll perfect. Be perfect. That's perfect. Okay. See, the thing is, I even have a family farm, Where? like in Rabbit Ridge, Arkansas. Okay, so not quite duck hunting area, right? No, it's yeah. not at all. Yeah, exactly. It does deer hunting out there. Yes, great deer hunting. I'm sure. It's like I have that. It's like, and then I have this, uh, you know, Chevy Silverado out here. It's got. My, you better get some mud on it, pretty. Like soon. I give the aura that maybe I have a little bit of an outdoorsman to me, and I have zero, like <laughs> zero at all. How about like, ba- speaking of no outdoorsman to them, Basil dude, this morning. How about that? Like, like, did, were you listening to that I, live? I was or? listening live. So I was in and out. Took the kids to school. I was listening live. And I remember getting back in the car. So I heard when they were at the club. Yeah. And then I get back in the car and they're like, all right. And I hear Roger go, did we move the dead deer? I was like, what? They killed? What? What, oh what is happening gosh. here? Yeah. I, need, I should have gotten the clip. I'll have it loaded up. But yeah, it was an awesome, awesome moment. And also they were live video streaming it too. So you get to, if you go to the YouTube page for 103.7 The Buzz and go back and watch it, you can see see the moment of when he uh, shot. The I don't think, yeah, I don't think you see his first deer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you see like, you know, what happens to the deer, but you just see the reaction <laughs> of everybody. So, okay. Yeah. Right. We'll have to play that uh, once we uh, come back. But real quick, though, let's try to squeeze Jake and Cap. He's been patiently holding. Sorry about that, Jake. What's up, man? Real quick, man. I started out in Kansas City. I'm almost a Joplin. Hey, man, you want me to trash talk? I'll give you all some trash talk, dude. Hit it. You guys talk faster and switch subjects more to my 17-year-old daughter in a room full of her friends. Oh, come on now, Jake. Like, for real, man. Well, no. uh, it's, just you, and I, it's just look, ADD, Jake. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. that's it. Listen, hey, Chris knows. I know he's the next voice of the Razorbacks. We all mm. know that. How about that? And John, you know I love you. And i got to say this, man. i got to give it up for the man behind the scenes right now, Todd. Because, first of all, I, I've been listening to Buzz for probably 20 years or so. I can count on one hand my couple of fingers the number of times Joe's hadn't hasn't been there when it wasn't a holiday. Right, I was about to say so only I hope Christmas he's okay time. Or yeah. he's just taking some much needed time off. But Todd's doing a great job and you guys need to you know, recognize him a little bit more, man. Todd Todd, you're doing awesome back there, bro. Yeah, Todd. Hey, uh that. so let me try to get through this because y'all talked about about a billion things. Uh Chris, my dog goes with my my dog's a service dog though, different. But she goes. She's in the bunk of my uh, my big rig right now. Nice. Uh, she goes with me everywhere. She's half Great Pyrenees, half Australian Shepherd, and she's <laughs> awesome. And you're right, man. You, you take a dog anywhere, and if they're a good dog, people come up to you and they just gravitate. Uh, so yeah, it, yeah, that's a cool thing about your dog, man. Thank um, you, man. Uh, when you guys were talking about Bobby Petrino, uh no one seems to mention this, but I don't care if it was Bobby Turner's suggestion or whatever. There was one person and one person only that hired his girlfriend. That was Jeff Long. Hmm. Period. Yeah. That's the man that signed the paper that hired her. Yeah. Hey, Jake, we're up the top against the hour. We appreciate you Thanks, calling Jake. in. Yeah. And, uh, We'll have uh, about 18,000 more topics to jump through in the next hour here on Out of Bounds on Trash Talk Thursday. So stay with us. Buckle up, y'all, because the Arkansas State Fair is rolling into town. That means October 13th through the 22nd, you're getting rhythm rocking, hand-clapping concerts all week long. From Morris Day and the Time to Bill Vassar, Crowder, Uncle Cracker, Night Ranger, and more. See the full lineup and preferred concert seating tickets at ArkansasStateFair.com. See y'all there. Brought to you by Bank OZK, Arkansas Farm Bureau, Electric Cooperatives of Arkansas, and Legends Resort.